With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is Hardwood Handicappers here on this Tuesday, the last day of the in-season tournament. And what a day it will be. Cannot wait to watch what's going to happen later tonight. Uh, Kelly, I'll go to you first uh, because I asked Zach this, and I think it's you. Uh, We both are... Feeling pretty good about our Phoenix Suns, right? You did bet the Suns to win the NBA. Yeah, rolling. Yeah, I got I got twenty nine to one on it, I believe. So yeah, that's uh, that's looking pretty live. It's going to be pretty tough for them to be bounced uh, um, bounced out of this tonight. Pretty tough. You want the exact scenario? Yeah, yeah give me give me the, what 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 what's the scenario? The, uh, yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> if Minnesota wins by at least thirty seven points, and the Kings go. either win outright or lose by more than twenty nine points, the Suns are eliminated. So both of those things have to happen. Minnesota has to win by at least thirty seven, and the Kings either win outright or lose by more than twenty nine. So, so you're saying I think we're chance. good. Can I can <laughs> yeah, I start with? I, I finally found one thing I don't like about the end season tournament. Okay. It's it's today that we have staggered start times, right? Like that there is going to be a oh, you're going to yeah. have a situation where that game Golden State and Sacramento tonight they're going to know exactly what they need to do, right? But by the time that game ends, you're going to yeah, know exactly what you need to accomplish to to clinch whatever spot for either team. I think it's the only thing I've discovered so far. I'm not a big fan of. I think they should have made like same start times for East and West or something tonight. Right, because the East, they're all starting at the same time. Everything starts at 4.30 for the East Coast. Right. But then after that, it's 5, 5.30, and then 7. So, yeah, that's a good point. I'm, I'm not a fan of the players that don't get it and that keep complaining about the integrity of the game at the end of the game. Like, <laughs> like how do you not understand what they're trying to do? Like, Booker's three made right. the difference for the Suns. Like, so how can you not see now that they all need to do it? You're right, because I saw Booker, like, apologized for it afterwards. Like, yep. you know, like, taking shots or whatever. And it's like, no. Like, tell he him to get with the program. Like, yeah. this is exactly what it is. Well, yeah, he had I to say he didn't apologize, that. but he said something along the lines of Zach would know this better because he follows him pretty closely. But he said something along the lines of after the Grizzlies game, like, God, it didn't mean any disrespect. We're just we're just trying to win this thing and get in. No, Okay, yeah. that's what I saw. Yeah, I think that's yeah. every player needs to know what's happening. Like, that's happening yeah. for me. every player. And as we turn this to the pod today, every better needs to know these scenarios, right? Like, they are – you are there are teams – that you're going to see tonight more tonight than you've seen probably throughout the entirety of this in-season tournament that are trying to run up a score to put themselves in a situation to grab one of these last spots uh, to get in the tournament. 
And it's just, it's just part of the game with the end season tournament. Like this is, if we're going to do this, this is what some of these regular season games turn into. Yep. All right. So with that, let's get started because it's a pretty deep slate and we have scenarios for every single game as to what is going to transpire, what needs to transpire. So we start with Charlotte, New York. New York's a 12-point favorite, total of 221. Um, We saw – no, that is not the accurate opener. I was like, we saw an opener of Charlotte minus five. We were talking about that yesterday, Zach, where stations like was first to market with numbers that were like not accurate. I think they were testing stuff. So what do we do with this one? What's that, Kelly? Man, I missed that. (laughs) Yeah, they they opened up some really weird numbers. It was pretty funny. Uh, New York opened up as a 10-and-a-half-point favorite. LaMelo Ball carried off the court in the Hornets' loss to the Magic on Sunday. Listed as doubtful, probably not going to play. Their net rating is actually better when he's off the floor, but I think that's just noise more than anything else. You know, he is by far their best player. No questions asked. Um, is he officially out? Okay, last yeah, injury I report I saw was doubtful. So officially out, no surprise there. Um, Zach, I'll start with you. Did you have anything here? I didn't play anything here, but I think if you are going to play it, like you lay the 11 and a half with the Knicks, but I also would consider, you know, like alternate alternate spreads of like Knicks minus 15, at like yep. plus 150 and even minus 120, which is like plus 250. I mean, like th- this spread does not matter at all in games like these. Like I don't even think that Vegas really knows what to do with it. Like the Knicks are going to try to run this up the way we've seen other teams try to run it up. Like they're not going to be satisfied with 10-11. So I think that you just hope that they really blow them out and try to get in because, yeah, they can win their group, but their best chance is just, you know, winning this game and having the best point differential. Yep. Uh, for the actual scenario here in detail, they can still win Group B with a win and a Milwaukee loss. That creates a three-way tie in the group. That would come down to point differential. So the Knicks, to Zach's point, would be motivated to win by margin today and by a large margin at that. They have a plus 18 point differential compared to plus 39 for the Milwaukee Bucks. They can also win the wild card with a win and losses by Brooklyn, Boston, Cleveland, and Miami. Also increased its odds of winning the wild card exponentially with a win of at least eight points barring wins of great margin from both from Cleveland, Boston, or Brooklyn. So essentially, to your point, Zach, all the Knicks have to do, a lot of stuff is out of their control. But if they beat the crap out of them by 25, they're going to put themselves in the best position possible to get into the uh, knockout stage. We should uh, also Kelly's, know – go ahead. No, Kelly said it. Like the staggered times means that the Knicks need to win by even more because they're not going to know what's Correct. happening in the other games. Like so, yeah, they like they just really need to go out there and kick some ass. Yeah. It, um, would you, you like put- to put together – really quick, Kelly. Would you like to put together a parlay that would – paint the scenario of Charlotte making it in because Charlotte is technically still alive for a wild card. They would need Miami, Brooklyn, Cleveland, and Boston to all lose. They would also need to beat New York by 40 points tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, I, they're, they're a team I didn't even write down. Like I, I have my whole stack of notes. You just scared the crap out of me because I was like, Charlotte's, Charlotte's still alive? But you're, you're right. They are technically still alive. They would need all of that to happen. Um I did. I, I. I mean, this is very small. Look, we're. This is our first year, just like everybody else approaching this this tournament. I laid the points uh, small with the Knicks. Did have plans. Haven't been able to yet today. But like you brought up, Zach, I think it's worth looking at some alts. I don't know how high I want to go. Probably not past like 16, 16, 17. I don't think I'm going to get crazy going past like something like that. But I think I am going to play at least one alt spread too because it's. Uh, yeah, and JVT, I think you've been all over this too of, of this Knicks team kind of beating up on some of these you know worse opponents too. No Lamelo Ball in there. I think this is is a chance. Uh, you know, especially this game in season tournament ramifications where they're at. Like they they're probably if you're setting odds for them to make or miss, they're probably going to make it in here. But they they like you said, Zach, they got to go into this game thinking we got to win and we got to win by a pretty big margin just to secure that. So yeah, I I did bite. I laid it with the Knicks a bit here tonight. 
Makes sense. All right, next up, Atlanta on the road against Cleveland. This opened up six with a total of 237.5. Cleveland being favored here. Uh, we are down to four with a total of 237.5. Uh, we'll go scenario first. Atlanta needs both Brooklyn and Boston to lose. They need to win by at least 18 and have Charlotte win. But this is my favorite part. But not by uh, enough to surpass them in point differential. So this is like a fine margin for Atlanta to get the wild card of the East. Cleveland, it's a pretty simple route to the knockout stage. It's a win and losses by New York, Miami, Boston, and Brooklyn. A win by at least 17 points would give them a really good shot at stealing a wild card as well. So winning by motivate, or excuse me, by a, a wide margin also, the strategy potentially for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Zach, did you have anything here? I just played uh, Max Struess over two and a half made threes. It has nothing to do with uh, the in-season right. tournament. I just think it's, you know, it's the game with the highest total on the board. Only six teams in the league are giving up more threes per game than Atlanta. I think that Struess is going to get a lot of looks from three here, a lot of good looks. And, you know, he's been hitting this more like more often than not. I think seven of the 13 games he's played in November, he's hit at least three threes. So I think it was a pretty uh, good price. I got it at minus 102. I'd probably play that up to minus 125 if I needed to. Okay. Kelly, do you have anything? Yeah, I got a couple things here. This is um, – I did end up playing the Atlanta side. This is kind of one I didn't really look at – uh, it's so much so the tournament ramifications. I think both of these both of these teams will probably be struggling to make it, uh, regardless win or lose here tonight. So I I just thought the spread was a little bulky to to the Cleveland side. I know Jalen Johnson out for Atlanta. We love him. That's Zach's guy, but he's a pod guy. Totally totally <laughs> a Zach fine, but a pod guy. We're a big fan of here here on Hardwood Handicappers. Sucks that he's out. I thought this spread opened up just a little bit too much. I did grab Hawks at five and a half uh, when it was there. Current number, maybe I could still play. I think you'd still play it. You could maybe wait till in game. I thought this was going to be maybe closer to like three, three and a half uh, on the opener. So I was surprised to see it open that high. And then I did have one player prop in this game. I played Capella over his rebounds. Uh, was set at eight and a half. Capella had kind of been, you know, in and out of this lineup depending on what they want to. Uh, what what they want to throw out there, what you know, whether or not he's in foul trouble or not, he's got he's run into that problem a couple of times. But we know what Cleveland's going to throw out there. They got a couple of bigs that Capella's going to have to be on the court for as much time as possible for. Um, and as long as he's racking up the minutes, I've got confidence he can get over eight and a half rebounds. You just look at his past game logs. You're, you're talking about played 21 minutes against Boston, holding eight rebounds in 18 minutes against Washington, brought in 11. 27 against Brooklyn, that game going to overtime, he, you know, had eight, uh, 15 rebounds. So, uh, kind of, you know, kind of streaking well for him in, in that department. I think as long as he gets the minutes on the court, there should be an easy overhit on his rebound, rebounding prop. All right. I like it. Like it a no, lot. Nothing yet from you, JVT? You, you've been nothing quiet yet. these first two games. First two. Uh, well, coming up next, I'll get something for you. Toronto okay. on the road against Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn now a one-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 223-and-a-half. Uh, we saw this thing. I uh, got an opener of, let's see, two with a total of 223. So no real big moves here. Um, so I'll jump into the fray really quickly. Toronto has been eliminated from group play, so nothing from a motivational standpoint from uh, the Toronto Raptors. For Brooklyn, they win Group C with a win and a Boston loss or with a win by at least 14 points and a Boston win that isn't eight points or more. They can also earn the wild card with a win by at least 14 points, losses by Cleveland, New York, and Miami, or by winning by less than 14, but staying ahead of Boston, a point differential in losses by Cleveland, New York, and Miami. Um, as you can see, that's a very complicated scenario for the Brooklyn Nets to get into this thing. Uh, but I will go against the grain a bit here. I actually bet Toronto money line um, in this one. I think it's playable up to a small uh, minus price. One of the things that I noted in the write-up today 
Brooklyn's been insane. Like they're talking, they're t- we're talking about fourth in frequency of three point attempts from beyond the arc, third and three point shooting. How about this on non contested looks? They are shooting forty six point eight percent from three. Like that's <laughs> it's insanity what they've been able to do here. And it's funny because when I wrote the season preview for Brooklyn, one of the things I noted was they had really bad luck on open shots last year after they traded for Raquel Bridges. So like this start to the season has been the complete inverse of what happened to them last year. Like everything's just going down for them. But against a Toronto team that's really sound defensively, that's not going to give up a, a bunch of uncontested looks. You're still pretty beat up. Nick Claxton's questionable. I haven't seen an update there. Uh, Cam Thomas, he is listed as doubtful, but I was listening to Jacques Vaughn talk yesterday about it, and they are, they're still talking about getting him some run with some G League guys this week. So it doesn't sound like he's going to be out there. Ben Simmons remains out. I think all of these things come together. We're at a small plus price. It's worth looking at Toronto against a team that I think has some regression coming, and that regression could get sped up by a good defensive team. So small money line play on Toronto. Okay. I believe Cam Thomas is out. I think I'm. That's right. Yeah. Cam Thomas. Uh, is he officially out now? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Downgraded right. to out. I could say this yeah, about Cam me. Thomas. He does not need time with G Leaguers. He's like a born, born, born scorer. You can just put him out there. Yeah. I think it meant <laughs> for body warm up, but yeah, I get your point. <laughs> I know. But he's, I, he's I, good to go. I'm telling I you. I kind of don't understand <laughs> when they do that sometimes either. Like, is there not just. You know, can't you just throw him in the gym and play a simulated like scrimmage with five guys? You know, <laughs> with some yeah. guys out already. Well, that's, I mean, that's so. I, and when they say get him in there with some G leaguers, that's what it was like. Not put him in the G league to play. Get right. a simulated scrimmage with some G leaguers that they're going to call up to help him out. So yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Is that? You, did you have anything here, Zach? I didn't have anything. The only thing I thought about was Scotty Barnes over one and a half made threes, which was plus money, only because the Nets just gave up so many good looks, and I think that was the best yeah. price of all the Raptors. Absolutely. All right, we move on. Anything here, Kelly? Or we move on to the next one. No, yeah, I got nothing there. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I thought a little bit the same thi- same way you were, but I ended up uh, staying away. All right, cool. Let's go to Milwaukee on the road against Miami. Uh, we got this right before we started recording. Jimmy Butler officially out. Yep. All right, and he that was out. It looks like Bam will go. Um, Bam will go. I know he was questionable, and that's about it. Well, we have a big yeah. questionable tag next to Chris Middleton still. Yeah, this was a this was an easy rider for me where I just said at the time Jimmy Butler's questionable. Who knows if he's going to play or not? And like that shapes the market. It shapes everything. Can't really get involved at this point. Now that we know Butler's not out there, I don't know, man. Like, sorry, I watched on Sunday Milwaukee go down by double digits to Portland and need a really big fourth quarter to come back. I just still don't trust Milwaukee, especially laying four on the road. We've seen that home court's worth about that three points, maybe a little under that, but it's still worth something. I'm just not there now. Milwaukee is going to be motivated, uh, undefeated in group play. They clinch group B along with the top seed of the East where they win. So it's pretty simple. They can also lose and win the group. And, you know, there's a lot of point differential stuff there. Miami can win group B with a win and a Knicks loss. So there is going to be some motivation, but without Jimmy Butler, don't know how much motivation really pushes you past. So pretty simple. Milwaukee's going to be motivated to win, but not motivated to win by margin. So I don't think this is really one of those big in-season tournament scenarios that you're banking on. I played the over 226 and a half earlier. Yeah. It's up to, I think, 228 and a half now. I think I'd still go over even with Butler out. I just think that, you know, you're losing a really good defender there. I think that the Bucks are going to be able to sucker the heat into playing faster than they'd like to in this game. And they played a really high-scoring game earlier in the season. I just think that's the way it's going to go. I still think that Milwaukee has limitations defensively, so I think this will end up being a game where Miami can score even without Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is um, nothing for me here, JVT. I think that the... 
I, I, I think the Milwaukee Bucks will have every intention tonight of going down into Miami, especially of things that have happened over the past few years and what this game means for in-season tournament, that they would love to go in there and put up about 140 on them. I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. I still, like Zach said, I, think, I still think Miami's going to be able to score a little bit. Uh, it, this is just a pass for me. I think there was other spots to look today where, uh, yeah, this number, it, the number is still pretty big for you that you're laying with Milwaukee going into Miami. I have mm-hmm. no interest pregame at least. All right, cool. Let's take our break. When we come back, Chicago on the road against Boston. Beat up Bulls who are not playing particularly well against a Boston team that will be motivated to win by margin. We'll discuss when we come back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, guys, Alex Caruso, Zach Levine, questionable to play tonight for Chicago, unless there's been an update in the last hour or so that I have missed. Bulls, worst cover team in the NBA, 5-12-1 against the spread. Seen the market go from 12 in favor of Boston up to 13 and a half. Total is 219 and a half. Uh, I'll say this uh, I attacked this by betting Boston's team total over 116 and a half. Again, uh, the scenario here for the Celtics Boston wins Group C, advances to the knockout stage with a win of 22 or more points. They will be motivated to continue to try to score here today to get into group play. I think they can obviously achieve that against this defense and with a team that is not playing particularly well. They're going to be able to, I think, pour it on. I think laying 13 and a half is also a plausible scenario, but I think Boston's good enough already to surpass this win, this uh, number by themselves offensively. And with the motivation to keep pouring it on here, I think that uh, playing over 116 and a half at minus 110 is a, a good bet there. So I bet Boston over their team total at minus 116 and a half. Did either of you have anything here? I didn't have anything, but I do like the same thing we said with the Knicks. Like I think that playing the Celtics, playing the alternates is a good bet here. I think especially after, you know, I think the Bulls were up like 33 to 13 against the Nets last game and ended up losing by almost 10 points. Like they're capable of getting absolutely blown out. The Celtics need it, like you said. And I think that they have the team that, you know, can really give the Bulls trouble with their tenacity defensively. 
Yeah. Yeah. They got, I mean, they got to win big, right? Boston. If you're thinking you're going to have a chance here, I, I like your, t- the team total uh, bet JVT. I might, might end up tailing you on that. The other one that I was looking at was play, maybe just laying the points first half with Boston. I don't know. I mean, if you guys have been looking at first half trends or anything like that, Boston, one of the best teams in the NBA, Chicago, one of the worst teams in the NBA, but that number is large. Uh, it is seven and a half or eight for, uh, for just uh first half here tonight. So uh, yeah, I think, um, I, I think you might've just found the better bet uh, JVT and I might go team total over with you there. I was looking, was looking to get involved with Boston somehow. I think that you found the way to go. Anytime I'm told I'm smart, I'll take it. Uh, I believe I right, start to get toward the West coast here. The East is out of the way. Oklahoma city thunder at the Minnesota Timberwolves up next. Timberwolves opened up as four point favorites with a total of 226. Uh, we are down to three with a total of 229. I think this is one where you really feel the absence of Jaden McDaniels, right? The good wing defender who you can at least switch and put on to multiple guys, including Shea Gilders Alexander, just like one fewer mismatch for him to go after. And Akil Alexander Walker has been starting in his place. So that's kind of a weak link that Shea can go after defensively. So I kind of agree with the market. You know, as I put in the write up today, just pushing this down to the point where we're saying these two teams are pretty much equals on a neutral. I think that's a fair way to put this number. Um, when you open up a four, it tells you there's a little bit of an edge toward Minnesota scenarios here. OKC's been eliminated from contention. However, I would caution anybody that thinks OKC wouldn't care because this is a team that potentially will be somebody they're jockeying for position with in the West standing. So I think they'll be plenty motivated. And Minnesota needs to win this game by at least 37 points for a chance at a spot in the knockout stage of the tournament. Yeah. Anybody have anything here? This is this is this is how great the end season tournament is, though, right? Like this is this would have been one of the matchups of the year so far that I was looking forward to watching tonight. And now my level of care for this game is like number seven on the board tonight because of, because there's not really any, any, any in season tournament, uh, you know, anything that could happen with that either for the Timberwolves and, and OKC's already been eliminated. So yeah, I got nothing. I'm with you. J- JVT reminder. This is still a regular season game. These wins and losses could very much matter at the end with two good teams like OKC and Minnesota. But betting-wise, I, I, I got nothing here tonight. Zach? Yeah, I have nothing here. But that's a really good point by Kelly, by the way, because this is the best game on the card, and it feels like it means nothing. So like yep. that is proof awesome. that the in-season tournament matters, and it's cool. And if, if you don't like it, go away. I mean, seriously, like, like you're like we're talking about here. I mean, just like gauging like what the room right now from what we've talked about up to this point, all of us are going to be watching – double-digit favorites and hoping that they're going to continue to pour this thing on. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's that's the way to, like, what tonight's going to be like. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. So uh, I would agree uh, completely. Should also note, too, Oklahoma City, good scheduling spot for them. Two days of rest, 9-2 against the spread over the last 11 games. Uh, Timberwolves have been a nice surprise, but uh, fair that the market, I think, is pushing this down just a little bit. All right, next up, hottest team in the NBA from a betting perspective, Houston, 11-0 and against the spread in their last 11 games. And markets buying in, I would, I would, you know, I would agree with that. Actually, it's just hard to get in front of that train. Uh, this thing opened up five with a total of two thirty-two and a half. We were down to three and a half with a total of two twenty-eight and a half. Move correlates support for Houston would, uh, I think, assume a game goes under the total, or at least two thirty-two and a half does. If and this is this is simple. Houston wins, they're in. They lose, they're out. So no need to win by margin. All you got to do is win this game. Zach, I'll go to you first. Do you have anything here? Dallas, by the way, for our listeners, eliminated from contention. I don't have anything in this game. I mean, I think I had a lean on the Rockets, but nothing strong enough to play. I just kind of think that they're a little bit better defensively, uh, play a little bit harder on a nightly basis, and I do think that they're going to have, you know, something of an easy time scoring against Dallas. Like, I'm not bought in on, Ma- on the Mavericks' defense 
whatsoever. So I think that I, if I had to take something in this game, I'd go Houston. Yeah, I uh, I jumped on Houston the points uh, early when it opened. Uh, grabbed grabbed the five. Uh, expected it to be kind of two and a half, three ish. Really, with, with that line, I thought should be a little bit more. So grabbed the five when I saw them. Um, and yeah, I think the fact that there is some motivation tur- tournament wise here too, I, you know, maybe that plays in. I think these are all things we're going to have to see on this kind of first, first year of the, uh, yep. the, you know, the final night of group play, right? Where does that really come into play? Uh, but you know, what like Zach just brought up, you're talking about, you know, one of the be- best defenses just period in the NBA or, you know, over the past couple weeks here, but then you're going up against Dallas and while Houston's offense might be a little bit of a concern, that Dallas defense is just so poor. So I, I think they're still going to be able to score on them tonight. Um, so, yeah, I like Houston plus the five. Uh, it's like three, three and a half right now. I mean, that's, again, kind of where I expected it to be. I think there's still a little value on that Houston side. Um, otherwise, I'd probably just wait, wait to play it in game at this point. But, yeah, Houston, I will be uh, riding with tonight. All right. I like it. Uh, let's see. I think I gave the scenarios there. Okay. Last one on the board before we get out of here. Quick pod. Not, not, not a lot of games, but impactful ones. Golden State Warriors on the road against Sacramento Kings opened up two with a total of 238 and a half. Kings now laying one and a half. Totals come down to 236 and a half. Draymond Green is back. It's his first game back from suspension. So a, a good deal there for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Green, we know what he's doing defensively. Offensively, I think he helps the team that's been pretty bad. Oh, Warriors, too, by the way, two, eight and one against the spread in their last 11 games. So even with Draymond, it hasn't been great. Scenarios. Warriors win Group C with a win and a Minnesota loss. They can also win the group on point differential if they win by at least 13 and the Timberwolves win, but at least uh, but by at least eight points fewer than the Warriors do against Sacramento. Uh, Golden State does regard uh, dance regardless if they beat Sacramento by at least 29 points. So again, margin is going to be something motivational there. Kings win the group with a win over Golden State. Simple as that. And uh, they can also move on to point differential with a loss, but and we won't have to get into that. But simple for the Kings. Win and you're in for Golden State. Win by 29 and you're in. Anybody have anything here? I had the Kings uh, minus one as a best bet for today. I just think that from what I've seen in this matchup over the last almost two years now, Fox has had his way with the Warriors. He gets to the basket whenever he wants. Like Curry's not a bad defender by any means, but you know, a matchup like this, the quickness really glares. Like It just jumps off the screen. So, I know that's something they've had trouble with. And, you know, you look at last year's series, that was not a time where Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins were both playing just horrendous basketball. Those two have fallen off a cliff this year. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with Wiggins. Like, we've talked about it a few times. I've, I've taken his three-point top, uh, his three-point props a few times. But just not the same player confidence-wise. And I know that Draymond's going to come back. He's going to make things a lot better. But I don't know if it's going to be right away. And I don't know if Thompson or Wiggins are going to get back to the form that we've seen them in the past. Yep. By the way, I think, too, to your point, Zach, I wrote this down in the, the write-up. It's a good scheduling spot. Kings have been off for the last three days. And you would assume, like I, I put it, like it's a near certainty that this team's going to get ready for this game. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the last three days have been practice and get ready for the Warriors because screw those guys. They eliminated us last year. They always play them pretty well. So I think motivationally, too, outside of the play-in, it's going to be a pretty good effort here from Sacramento. So and the win and in the win and in is it, it's big. I mean, you get you get a home court game, so it's it's not like there's nothing here. Like they want to get this done tonight. Yeah, that, that's uh, th- that is definitely a point worth worth stopping on real quick because that that was we had Dan Bespers on a, on a numbers game this morning. He was brought that up, and I think that is a, a reminder of how they're going to kind of do with these schedules. Is they're going to kind of backfill the games, right? So the fact that you 
Yes, yes, there's a lot of games in a season. Is it the biggest deal in the world? No. But the fact that if you do clinch, clinch the you know a group spot, you're getting a home, you're getting a home game, right? One of those top two in top two in the in the conferences, you're getting a home game in the quarters. Like that that's something. Like that is something. You, you know, and it's not nothing. Uh, especially if you've heard these other teams that they're gonna get backfilled games, you don't really know where you're gonna be at. I think this is this game tonight. I think is the best example because of what we talked about early of like the wonky timing on these. I think they should have all been similar start times with the Western conference. So what's going to happen. You're going to have by like the end of the first half, by like halftime, you're going to kind of know what's happened with Minnesota. OKC. You're going to have a better idea of what this picture really looks like for what, I guess just the warriors. Cause Kings just got to yes. win and they're in right. Kings right. win. They're, they're in. So warriors. I think this is a good example of the, there's probably some great live betting opportunities tonight. Let's say if the Warriors are up by 10 or something at halftime in this game, let's just say that, right? They, and then they know they know exactly what the point differential is that they need to overcome. That could be one where I'm, I'm willing. I don't know that the algos and everybody running the live betting is going to be completely up to date on what that situation is. There could end up being some value getting in on the Warriors if you know exactly what the point differential is that they need to make up it's just some of the stuff i'm going to be trying to monitor tonight i don't know how many bets i'll end up making you know what i mean but i think that is one spot tonight where you can kind of circle for hey let me pause take a beat look at what everything's happened and then i can figure out if there's a bet here to make or not yeah the uh one thing to monitor too late and this is again this is a super specific scenario uh kings can still win the group on point differential if they lose by fewer than 12 points and minnesota wins by less than 20 points okay so there's a fine middle there, but again, like, you know, to that point, if the Kings are down by 13 in the last 20 seconds, they're still going to be trying to get in there because all they need to do right. is stay within that 12 point margin and um, they can, they can win the group. So still plenty of motivation down the stretch from an in game standpoint, if that's going to be the case for Sacramento. Uh, all right, that's it. That's the whole card before we leave really quickly, Kelly, did you, we got an email. Did you respond to said person or do you want to do it on here? Um, oh, I did on uh, I did on Spotify. I don't know. I don't know if if the the kind gentleman responded oh, okay. back or not. But uh, there was questions about what we would be doing with our Phoenix Suns tickets, uh, and if there was a a hedge opportunity. I don't know whether you guys agree, disagree. I told him I would not be doing anything with mine until they actually got to the finals. Correct. I mean, yeah. even then, I think I'm just going to let it ride. Like they're <laughs> yeah. they're in good enough. You know, it's it's a small sample size tournament. It's not a life changing amount of money. This is. A, it's a good value ticket if you want to use the cash out option. I wouldn't blame you for it at all. Uh, but I think that when you look at this from the Suns' perspective, I actually think they're in pretty good position to to win this thing. They might have to go to LA to place the late to play the Lakers, but uh, the last time they played them, they weren't at full strength. At least this time around, Is KD going to play, Zach? I think so. He went through like a pretty intense workout before the Knicks game, and then just didn't right. play. Um, I think they just thought might not be cautious. But well, at yeah. worst, if what if he get, if they get through tonight, he should be available by Monday, Tuesday. You would think whenever they play, whenever they end up right. playing the quarters, if they, you know they make it. Through. I would assume. I mean, it did yeah. it did kind of perk my ears up a bit when I saw that he wasn't playing against New York because I was like, ooh, like the the sit out against Memphis more seemed like ah, cut precautionary. We don't really care. Yeah. Like he's just got a little bit of a sore foot. But then when it stretched out to two games, I was like, ooh, I don't know. So hopefully that's going to be the case. But as long as you got Booker, and this is my thought, I told Zach this on Monday, my MVP ticket's still alive. Booker's on fire. He's absolutely phenomenal. And if him and KD especially are both going to be together, I think that there is a great chance that this team wins this whole thing. Because the best part is you only got to win one road game. And then it's neutrals the rest of the way. And they're going to be the best team on a neutral, you know, uh, for well, the most part against most of these teams. Yeah, I mean, and that's the biggest thing, right? I mean, what you have, when you talk about the Western Conference, 
okay, the, the end season tournament, very different from what we're going to be seeing in the playoffs, right? Yeah. You're not, you don't have to deal with, we, we don't even play games tonight, tonight yet. And you know, already, you don't got to deal with the thunder, the Mavericks, the Clippers, the Nuggets yep. and the Nuggets. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to deal with those five teams. So you're talking about what the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Rockets, I mean, if then, you know, Kings, Timberwolves, one of the Kings Warriors, Warriors yeah, yep. yeah, one of those. So yeah, they're going to walk in as, as the best team anyways. And like you said, you get past the Lakers in that first round, man, you're sitting on a really good ticket. I, I wouldn't be rushing to get rid of that thing at all. You know what? Let me look this up really, because we were talking about this. I want to make sure I have this because I have this article up. Hold on a second. Suns, by the so, way, I think they beat the depth allegations. Like you look at what they'd had against New York. Like yep. it's a, it's a normal looking lineup when, when guys are not even playing. Yep. It's like I, I don't know. I, I love this. I love this freaking in season tournament. Like okay, the more we talk right. about it, the more we look at it. Like, like it's awesome what I just said, right? Like we're talking about this. Just that all these great teams aren't even going to be in the damn like you know the quarters and semis and stuff yeah. like that. Like this is great. I want to see. I want to see the Orlando match. I want to see the Houston Rockets By the in way, these kind of spotlight games. I'll give us credit a little bit on this because the the Magic are obviously in. This summer, the second they announced this in-season tournament at the Summer League, what was the one team we circled immediately to win this thing? <laughs> Boom, Orlando. The Orlando Magic. We were like, yep, <laughs> just look out. Like They're, they're going to be a young, plucky team, no max contracts. They're going to be motivated. By the way, speaking of motivation, I did get this right. Uh, if you do care, I don't think they're going to be able to do this. Um, there is a scenario. The Kings actually can get the top seed in the West. They have to win by 45 or more points tonight. So. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, if they're really? gonna, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're going to be gunning for that, but uh, yeah, 40, Kings, 40 and a half alternate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What does that pay me? Uh, all right, cool. All right, well, that's it. Simple episode, guys. Appreciate the oh. time as always. Uh, remember, like, rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate it. Also, we get uh, apparently we get questions. I didn't know that uh, up on Spotify and other spots, so you can leave questions there. You can also send them on social media at uh, Kelly Bidlin, K E L L E Y Bidlin at Betting on X or at me JVT, and we will respond. What's up? No, I, I like that you, you know, you're assuming that everybody knows how to spell my last name. Or I think <laughs> pretty easy. Or if knows how to spell it. Does, does, does JVT know how to spell it? B-Y-D-L-O-N. Boom, you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. It's not a hard of a name. It's my guy. We've been working together five and a half years. He knows. That's right. Something like that. All right. Now, Zach, don't get me started. Is it K? Is it a C? Is it CH? I don't even know. He's a normal C-H. Third one. Third, yeah, yeah, he's a normal C-H. No, I'm just kidding. I know what it is. Is it Zachariah <laughs> or is it Zachary? Zachary. Okay. All right. Zachariah would probably be like my Hebrew name, but I don't think it is. Okay. <laughs> Good note to leave on. All right. Like, rate, review, subscribe, sign up for that. And uh, look out for tomorrow morning. I'll be on Follow the Money with Paul Howard. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and make sure you just check out everything we have to do up on the website too at vsin.com. We'll see you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.